0: So here we are, in the mission, on a mission, on a mission. Halloween, in Gaita, strolling, because these Gaita are made for strolling, they're not made for running, they're made for strolling. And we're strolling by a variety of tasty restaurants. Well that's one thing for sure about San Francisco, you never far away from a cup of coffee or a piece of pizza. You know, in Vancouver, you're never more than a block away from sushi. It's sort of like the tale of two cities, you know? Because San Francisco and Vancouver, there's certainly similarities. San Francisco is just a little bit... Everything just cranked up just a little uh, wee notch, wouldn't you say? A little wee notch, yeah. yeah. You know, it's not it often is, that you see a shooting yeah, in Vancouver, for example. And, and you had a first-hand experience of that tonight, Dave. Yes, indeed. But, inches, inches. Inches. On Market and Castro. Yes, watch the news, newscast at eleven. So, here to call
1: me minutes after the event. It's
0: already on the news. Already on news, Mike. Are you still in the Castro? No. Yeah, it's one of our. Yeah, one of our homeless fellow brethren of the human race is settling down there in a storefront,
1: blockading with the. Uh, don't
0: you? Oh, we. Yep, plenty. There's a bit of a. Uh, Bit of a problem, and it's uh, quite a high profile problem. See, what happens is the rest of Canada has found out that Vancouver's, you know, it's a nice place to be. It's mild, not frozen. Mild climate. As far as
1: Canada
0: goes. As far as Canada goes. There's uh, even some palm trees. Granted, they're hardy palms. El Toro Tacarea. And uh, they all head out, and, uh, and you know, Chaos down there on East Hastings, and they're working through it, safe injection site, and low income housing, you know, just last week there was a, a batch of homeless folks uh, did kind of like a uh, protest where they occupied a, oh, uh, is that painted on? <laughs> yes. <laughs> 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 um, they took over an old <laughs> shut down flop house hotel and had like a stage like a protest for several days. Oh, down by the waterfront? Yeah, they're on Hastings, right? There's a whole batch of old flop houses, and a lot of them are boarded up because they're not safe and such, and they've been shut down for various health hazards and safety hazards and the like. So uh, anyway, you're trying to sort it out. But these uh, the uh, the ethnic neighborhoods and the creative street art and art in general, museums, bicycles, Various hills and aesthetic brilliance. Waterfront views. It has a lot of similarities. A lot of similarities. Now, but San Francisco, when you throw in Oakland and Berserkly and all that, it's a lot bigger than the whole Greater Vancouver area. By a fair margin. But it seems like San Francisco's been kinda, you know, from my understanding has been kinda in general a little Anti development in the city area. And uh, they may be looking at Vancouver's example a little bit about how to build densification. So that way you can fit more of these, uh, all these uh, decent, freaky people of the world into the heart of the city. Oh, shit.
1: Uh, we will be crossing Cap Street pretty soon. Cap Street? Cap Street here in the Mission. Home to. Uh many prostitutes
0: and drug dealers. Hmm. Well, that's and, uh, handy. Might be
1: hit up for both uh, a couple of different propositions. That's what we're walking through.
0: Selling their services. Good, well, uh, well, make sure to say no. Just say no. Hey. <laughs> no, thanks, but good luck with your prostitution, and hope you get uh, get some good customers. Have you got a website for your business?
1: <laughs> I'm talking about podcasting.
0: <laughs> <laughs> You'd probably get a lot more customers if you're blogging about your prostitutions.
1: City smoking, gift shop, man. This is Mission Street here, by the way, Dave. This is oh. the, kind of the heart of Mission. I was telling you about where you could buy the uh, folding chairs for $5. Oh
0: look at that, no shortage of uh, thrifty Chinese cuisine as well.
1: Yeah, I think the uh, original McCarthy's is right up the road there. Oh, yeah. In fact, we could. We could. We could find original McCarthy's.
0: Yeah, let's do that first, and then we'll head over to your buddy's.
1: One of Stu's cousins used to live in one of these
0: hotels down here. Oh, and they've gone through the trouble to paint up their, uh, their, uh, what do you Other call shutters? it, their shutters, yeah. That's nice. Three, 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 three. Mm.
1: Mm. Our place in Kathmandu has got two and a half shutters.
0: Oh, yeah? Two and a half? Uh, got a, half a wee one? House. Nice. How's the political climate in Kathmandu and Nepal these days? Well, it seems like the uh, the
1: malice and the seven-party alliance are coming down to the final two issues that they need to hammer out to make a, uh, a peace agreement. The Maoists will not uh, give up their arms, so that's, of course, a, a point that the seven-party alliance have issue with. Mm-hmm. And the seven-party alliance will not... Uh, Give up on the, the monarchy uh, to to dispose of the monarchy, uh, so that's an issue for the mouse.
0: So the mouse, man, do the mouse feel lonely that they're the only Maoist left in the world since the Chinese are giving up on the Mao, on the, the old German. Yeah,
1: they are. Uh, they are the uh, the last, I believe. Yeah, because what we have the uh, the Maos in uh, in Chile,
0: or China, no, in, in Peru, I should yeah. say.
1: Yeah, the Peru, Mao.
0: but they've uh, all been uh, loaded up into the football stadium and dumped out in the ocean. They got, took care of all them, from my understanding. That may be rumor and innuendo, but that's what I've been told. It's, uh, and you know me, I believe everything I'm told. You're so gullible, Dave. <laughs> I'm wide open. Oh, it's closed. McCarthy's closed. Do they not know that uh, we've come all this way? <laughs> So the Maoists want the monarchy gone, and the seven-party coalition—they want the Maoists to give up their arms—and the result is chaos and anarchy and extortion.
1: Yeah. In fact, uh, for example, uh, my wife's uh, my wife's brother, my brother-in-law, his uh, his wife. Um, has a business, uh, small restaurant, and a shop, and a pretty significant piece of property. And she they were visited the other day by uh, a group of people claiming to be malice, and they were asking for such a huge sum of money that would have been uh, impossible for them to, to pay that much. They would have had to basically sell their business as well as their properties, and they still wouldn't have had enough money to to pay off what the, these so-called malice were asking for. Um, so they came down and basically negotiated to a, a price around one lock, which is uh, U.S. dollars, about 7000 7, And uh, I think later that afternoon, uh, my wife's uh, cousin rolls in. He's a Durba mama. He used to live here in San Francisco. Real uh, character. They, they used to call him a politician. He was, uh, uh, anyways... He's well connected in the political side of things and so he uh, recommended to make a call to the local Maoist office. The Maoist uh, have office. Yeah, they've got an office there in Kathmandu. They're, they're illegal, kind of legal they're they're legally recognized now. So uh, uh, so they, they call down to see if this thing's legit, to see if, you know, is this a donation that's actually going to the Maoist party in Kathmandu and and they did a little bit of research, and they so they came back and said, "No, we we're not authorizing this uh, this uh, amount of money uh, to be uh, to be paid." Distortion. And so, luckily, the guys never came to collect up. So, hopefully, uh, hopefully they're okay and don't have to pay you know such
0: extravagant amount of money. And the um, monarchy, man, what are the monarchy doing during all this? You know the monarchy has been pretty quiet. They they
1: came out the other day and gave some uh, some tikka during uh, the Brothers Day festival. They got tika from uh, their sister, and during uh, Dasai, which was about three weeks ago, they uh, what's tika? Tika is blessings. Yeah, so Tikka. You, you go get some tika.
0: Tika all around. You get, you get, yeah,
1: elders usually during Dasai give uh, tika to the younger's younger people, and then. Uh, during this last festival, during Tihar, which is the festival of lights, is uh, uh, a Lakshmi Puja. But during that festival, there's a brother's day festival, and so uh, the the brothers go to the sister's house to receive blessings from the sister, and they give blessings back to the sister. A lot of exchanging of of uh, tika, which is basically a uh, red. Uh, red uh, dye with uh, yogurt and uh, rice mixture, and they,
0: they place it on, on the forehead. Oh, uh, yeah, that's a tasty-sounding dye. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so, safe for travelers? Any change in... Uh... Uh,
1: no, no. Uh, I think it's a pretty safe place to be traveling. I've seen a lot of uh, tours going out um, in, into Nepal recently, and uh, no... No, no major issues that I've heard reported from, from the tourist side. It'll be interesting to see what happens to the monarchy. we were asking about them. Yeah, uh, they, They've been quiet. The, the, there's been some uh, some uh, reporting on the, the king's property. And the king just amassed this huge amount of oh. land with inside of Kathmandu itself. He actually has bought up like huge blocks of, of property and actually bulldozed down the homes that were there. And he's kind of built up his own separate private palace. That happened before the uh, uh, before he became king. So he uh-huh. kind of, back when he was like a prince, he had his own uh, his own little palace going on. But so ah. In addition to that, they you know they own major hotels. He's a major owner in the tobacco company. He the alcohol companies. The so yeah, guy just owns this massive amount of property businesses, offshore accounts, and so uh, it'll be interesting to see how uh, all that plays out. Um, I'm, I'm really interested to know about the, the Royal Palace itself across the street from, uh, from our piece of property there. What's going to happen and a half with that? Shutters.
0: Two and a half shutters, yeah. And what's going to happen? Maybe they'll, they'll sell it to the highest bidder. I, I mean, I, know, I'm sure I, I that, that maybe the monarchy become could like a,
1: a, a museum or something like that, museum and a, a park, because there's no no parks at all. I do, very few
0: parks. And, yeah. Well, that's kind of the example that is... And... Europe, where a lot of the old palaces are now parks and visitor centers, and I'm totally down with that. Now, you know, how did the monarchy survive after all the killings and such, man? Because the guy who is the king now, was the king now the guy who did the, did the mowing down? Well, I, recap.
1: There's a lot of different theories out there, but uh, oh, yeah? basically, I think the thing that was. Uh, Legally, or not legally, publicly acknowledged was the Prince uh, Dipendra, who was the son of the, uh, the former king, uh, basically went out and shot his whole side of the family, but uh,
0: That's sad. At, at, uh,
1: this, the current king and his family, nobody from his side of the family was shot in that uh, rampage. So after Defender shot his whole side of his family, he was later found dead uh, due to a, a uh, gunshot wound to his head.
0: But he was, he was kind of technically king for a short period of time. After, he
1: was yeah. actually in a coma. He was still alive in a coma. So he was actually oh, okay. crowned king while he was in a coma. And he was like king for a day. And then he died. In a coma. And then the current king, who was the former king's brother...
0: King for a day in a coma It sounds like it's Smith song
1: Yeah <laughs> oh. He became king Okay so Now the, brother, the current king yeah. There was a time During his childhood When he was very young Maybe two years old His father uh, Mahendra Had gone down to uh, India And the uh, The Rana clan Had actually uh, Kind of Staged a small coup In the country and had made him, had crowned him king during his childhood. So he was actually king for a short period of time when he was a child. And uh, so the Shahas uh, are their family, and they, uh, I think they, they reached some sort of conclusion and, and put people into parliament from the Irana clan. And there were some intermarriages, and so everybody kind of, those two, two, two clans kind of worked their, their issues out. And, Recent compromise so Mahendra could come back and resume his king, kingship. But uh, so the current king, who was this big king, you know, over the past, uh, what, seven years, was actually king, you know, 50 years previous to that. Lord. Well, Nepal's got their soap opera. Big soap opera. But yeah, so personally, could it have been done where this current king saves that whole assassination? Yes. It also... I'm sorry. Can I help you stand up so I can get
0: into
1: the bench? Oh, sure. You can get into the bench.
0: Wow. Oh, nice. oh hey. That's quite a bench. man. Wow, the magic. The bench on which I am, sitting, I am the protector. It is my wheat bum that is protecting case upon case of fine wine. I want to open it back up and just look at it. I think I'd probably be booted for pilfering it. Here I was pilfering the liquor and putting it in my kimono and running away. But my intentions are pure.
1: Yes, they are.
0: Ah, uh, so then, Marneke. Monarchy, and you know, in Japan, they—they're uh, all excited because they have a male heir now from uh,
1: from the princess, right? It was a princess, uh, Masako's uh, sister-in-law,
0: right? Because Masako, the daughter, and it just—well, we were in Japan when that wedding took place, that big to-do. Yeah, we,
1: we had a national holiday. It was a national it was holiday. was in June. Yeah, June twenty-first.
0: No. no, not June twenty-first. No, 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 no. It was
1: another. It was a June. No. It was a national holiday. Right.
0: I remember I was on the ferry going to Shikoku from Okayama, I think. Well, was it, that wow. trip? Cause it was that trip because it was kind of like yeah, a long a ferry nice ride. Yeah. And I had it on the television and on the ferries in Japan. It's just like the big, it's like big open rooms with the carpet and no chairs and stuff. But it's great because you, you take your, uh, you know, throw on your sleeping bag and your backpack and you, you just chill and you hang out and it's a fantastic way to travel. Oh, man. I really yeah. like it.
1: I... I took a couple different ferries. Yeah, the first time was from uh, Kyushu up to uh, Kobe. We had a similar overnight experience, and I did a, a, a one tour from uh, from uh, Maizuru to uh, up up near the nuclear power plant there, uh, all the way up to uh, Hokkaido to Otaru, oh. and that was like a, like a 14 hour
0: ride. So that was a long one. I've been to the uh, those atomic plants there on the coast, but I still haven't made it to Hokkaido. But one day, I shall go into the land of Hokkaido. And uh, I, I know a lot about it through my research and such. But fantastic land. Are they grow any hemp up there in Hokkaido? There's a lot of hemp growing wild up there. And it's kind of residual, um, just kind of wild, crazy cannabis growing. And... Uh, and it's weird. I've, I mean, I, I have pictures of it. Uh, the only pictures that I've ever really seen of it from some friends who went up there. And the buds are it's crazy because they're sticky, but they're full of seeds and they're just wild. I mean, it's wild genetics. It's just sort of ditch. I mean, I have pictures of it growing in the, in, the, in the fields. And it's just sort of tangled up with all kinds of other stuff. And it's oh, yeah, there's my jam And the buds, it's like sticky buds, but they're full of seeds and all kind of gnarly and crazy looking. So. Used to make bubble hash, but doesn't really necessarily make good butter. But like we were talking about earlier, doing the cooking down into butter. Right. right. That's which uh, used to make this fine uh, confectionery I enjoy this evening. Um, then. Uh, Hello. is
1: your
0: buddy? There's some nice costumes here. I like the understated costumes here when people really put some thought into it and just sort of dressing up as a period character.
1: head yeah, right.
0: earlier. Yeah. Yeah. There's a bit of chaos down there in the Castro. Yeah.
1: I'll see. I you doing?
0: Yeah, sharp. he's rolling with the hat like he wears it all the time though, you know? (laughs)
1: know. This looks like no big thing.